Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where the DMs get together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like how we made it to episode 50, my dudes! It's episode Ooh, 50 pew, pew, pew. today! Whoa, we- only 19 more episodes until a relevant milestone. <laughs> 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 like to be fair that's fu- that would actually make a lot more sense because like as it stands we've done like you know like 50 weeks of crit chat and like everything but maybe like five bits of advice whereas when it gets to episode 69 we know that we've done at least 69 references to the good funny sex number like we know that for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, but yeah this week we have with us 50 years of alfred clark <laughs> hello <laughs> we also have half a century of emily kuklinski do i get health care now absolutely not america <laughs> fuck off <laughs> we also have kalena who doesn't look a day over 49 i hope not because i am definitely 50 days over 50 <laughs> Uh, we also have me as your host, Ismay Hutton, who ran out of cool, fun ideas to bring the number 50 into this. So, up, oh, nobody's perfect. <laughs> I did my best until this moment right here. Um, but this week, uh, we are talking about player advice in D&D. So, all the way back in episode 29, we did player advice, but I wasn't there. Oh, uh, oh my god, that's why guys, it rung a bell. Yeah, you guys did oh. puns the entire time. And more importantly, I forgot to take it off the uh, the sheet of topics that we've covered and that we've not covered. And I realized that like 10 minutes ago. So we're doing it again. <laughs> wow. I, I genuinely had no idea. I'd completely forgotten. <laughs> so um, the, the reason that I, I didn't remember is because it was the episode where it was when I had um, a great, great sickness upon my person. Uh, and so for two weeks, uh, one week, uh, Emily did the hosting and the other week Alfred did the hosting uh, and I wasn't there and I'm pretty sure I edited it through like a NyQuil induced haze. <laughs> so, like, can I just say how great it is to know how memorable the very first episode I hosted was? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. I mean, if it helps, so I was great. about to say like, I genuinely can't remember if I hosted it or you hosted it. Oh, because like... <laughs> Like I, I, like, I had, like, a little, like, inkling in the back of my mind. I was like, wait a hot second. And then I went through and I was like, oh, no, I'm thinking about start spreading the noobs, like, when we were talking about, like, introducing new players. Uh, and then I looked two episodes up from that and sure enough, it was just called Player Advice. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to listen to it and immediately I remembered it um, because I did a cold open on me going, hey, guys, I'm very sick. And they abused my trust because just puns <laughs> and i remember my intro where it was like hey if you're a player or if you're a dm get out of here no i do remember you. that <laughs> so yeah you know can we, hey, can I, we just relive f- fond memories of crit, other earlier of crit chats past yeah you know what <laughs> it's, it, our it's our 50th anniversary it's our 50th anniversary so like dungeon masters Get out! You're. I don't want you here. We're gonna just Get talk to you. I, I don't want you here anymore. Forgive me, Daddy, for I have yeah, never yeah, called. <laughs> if you define uh, being a naughty girl as violating the laws of space and time, then uh, yes. It would be like fuck, marry, dad, right? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What if the ground is just snakes? <laughs> <laughs> like two feet of snakes. Why did it always have to be snakes, guy? 
This is my dream. Now fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but like bringing it back into the present all dms fuck off i was gonna say i seem to recall that being a recurring bit yeah i mean to be fair (laughs) i mean it's not so much a recurring bit of like hey fuck off dms it's you got why are you still here essentially (laughs) like we love you but this bad choice on your part i guess dm Uh, stands for don't meander what did that that was nothing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'll see my way out goodbye bye crit chat lovely to see you so i was i was trying to kind of differentiate because uh last time it was a lot of a lot of it was like advice on how to make the experience better for the dm so like how to make the dm's job easier which if you're a good player you're gonna want to do because please help us out <laughs> um but i think i guess this time we'll we'll try and focus a bit more on how to get the most out of D for yourself so i think first off uh, we go to a thing that i proposed uh maybe 20 minutes ago where i said do you, uh, we're gonna do a bit where we ask each other if we have like if we have any questions about how to be a, d- a better player kind of thing. So I want to start with the more baffling part where Alfred was like, "Is this gonna be related to the topic, or are we just asking each other questions?" <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like I asked if anyone was would be up for like asking if they had like any any questions for themselves, but mainly because I have a question that I would like to get answered about how to be how to get the most of being a player but alfred replied is the ask a question thing a segment unrelated to this week's topic because it sounds great <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was just a dnd like i mean specifically dnd oh, questions okay I, but like not oh, just like hey what's your favorite color i thought it was just gonna be like oh this week i've been struggling with this in my yeah. games yeah, and I, then we'd I, go around i was more like, the topic. Of, like i thought you just wanted us to be like so yeah like, what's your favorite color how are you guys doing today <laughs> like, <laughs> this is also very good though yeah like fuck it like hey so, i don't know why you were judging me for this idea <laughs> like, it was baffling but i did like it so like i don't know like what's what's your, what's your guys's favorite soft drink i guess or like soda pop <laughs> it's it's either root beer or cream soda oh those are uh, so american my little english boy <laughs> but They're root beer is though. correct i love root beer so much. one of the yeah. most annoying things is i keep um bringing back root beer uh, from the states, which I don't know is entirely legal, but whatever, I do it, and then I'm I, I have it, and I share sips of it with my friends because I'm like, wow, enjoy this. Here is my great gift that I give to you, and then they're like, they take a sip, and they're like, this is disgusting, and that's how I know that they hate me, and they've never really been my friend. <laughs> They wasted my root beer. Oh, I did that with scotch. Oh, scotch brought, brought is bad. Brought back some bad. fancy scotch from. I like scotch. Uh, I like scotch. <laughs> so I brought bad. it back yeah. and I shared it with a friend, and she pretended to like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite drink is, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have it in the UK. Oh, no, but uh, us in the states are blessed with like the Coca Cola mix your drink machines. Ooh, oh, yeah, what freestyles. <sighs> Yes. What does that mean? Uh, so pretty much you can choose, like, if I want a Sprite, I click a screen, uh-huh. and it's like, do you want a diet Sprite, or do you want a regular Sprite? And I'm like, I want a diet Sprite. What flavor of diet Sprite do you want? Do you want, like, sprite cranberry? Flavor. What? Do you want no. strawberry? A- do you want peach? 
What? Yeah, they have so a bunch of those what? like little like flavor syrups that they put into every drink if you want. I'm having a fucking revelation time. So what you is can this? have a vanilla cherry diet coke at the movie I theater. I want that. I want that so bad because I loved vanilla coke so much. And then they're like, "Hey, everyone hates this garbage drink." <laughs> that, made, that made me sad in my. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I ever which, tried that. I, I would me, like it. I'm a vanilla kind of guy. Oh, the good. best is half vanilla Coke, half lime Coke. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's very good. Mm. That sounds like a tropical delight right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the States where we have tropical drinks. <laughs> what the? Oh, I'm going to have that. I feel like we have them around here somewhere, but it's going to be like a novelty, you know? In one of those American import stores. Yeah. Oh, the American <laughs> import stores are the worst because everything is <laughs> really so are. expensive and terrible. <laughs> it's crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. Crazy. Like, do you want to buy a fucking box of Lucky Charms for like 10 pounds? Eat my ass. <laughs> oh, it's bad. That's like a buck here. Right? Lucky Charms should yeah, not yeah, yeah. be 10 pounds. Anyway, we're talking about D&D, yeah. I guess. Oops. Forgot, oh, yeah. Forgot about oh. the thing. What are we doing? Did player advice. 2.0 it's player advice 2.0 so yeah i think yeah we'll start off with questions that we each have uh, I'll, I'll start it off because i know the fuck i have questions as a player i normally don't do character classes that have a lot of spells because i am a dumb fuck <laughs> don't know how to deal with them so most specifically is there a way to make the task any less overwhelming to be character classes such as your your friend the the druid and i think the cleric as well where you have all of the spells but they're like choose three for today (laughs) because it's a lot and my my dumb idiot brain can't do it Good. Oh, well, so I play um, a cleric in our, like, D&D podcast that we do, nice. and the DM bought me spell cards, and it's a fucking godsend. Oh. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> did not, um, did not catch that. So, so what itself. I do is I take all the spell cards that I know I'm never going to use, like purify food and drink, because fuck that. No. Um, and I put them aside, and then I take all the spells that I want to use, and I can, like, shuffle through those. And I always end up doing it, like, two minutes before the recording starts because I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See, I should get... See, like, my main pros, I, I like to shop around with characters. And the character spell cards are one million T pounds. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, like, one of my main things with it is, like, I don't know. When you go through all of the the spells and try and pick them for the day, it feels kind of weird to be guessing what the DM has in store, I guess. Like, oh, we're we're gonna like if if you think that you're gonna go into a combat scenario, then you're like, hey, here's some combat things. But otherwise, you're just like, okay, well, uh, what if we're just doing talking all day? Do we do talking? I don't know. It's very confusing for my little brain. Hey, it's 2019. <laughs> we're practicing self love. You are beautiful. And I've great got such and a smart. beautiful tiny idiot brain. <laughs> <laughs> you're smart. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like. I, I don't. Is there any way that you would, you guys would recommend maybe like newer players be like trying to make them a little bit more accustomed to it or make it a little less daunting for newer players? I mean, there, there. I think there are like. Do they? Do you know if the the classes um, quick builds have like suggested spells to take? Well, I think uh-huh. at least for for stuff like cleric, 
since you have to prepare them every day. It's so many, though. Like, yeah, one of the things that I'm struggling struggling with right now is that uh, one of the groups that I'm DMing for, uh, I know this is not a DM episode, but it's about a player, so it's fine. Uh, one of the, the players has never played D&D before, um, and she really wants to play a wizard. Uh, so we're setting her up as that. I'm like, okay, here's a million spells that you could learn. Uh, Good luck. Which one? Yeah, which ones do you want? And it's just sort of looking through like a like a bunch of names and being like, wow, these mean fuck all to me. Yeah. Oh, this is my my first real piece of player advice. Ooh, Don't yeah. start with druid. Everyone wants to start with druid. Don't start <laughs> with druid. <laughs> we've been I, I mean we've been okay I, I but like druid you can because druid you're not making choices that you can not undo right because you pick new ones each day Is that yeah right? that's fair yeah yeah like so so like with those at least you yeah you can like undo your choices which okay I think is good. that makes sense um, yeah I, I, but i know yeah. what you mean i would almost say that magic users are the better ones if you haven't played before Ooh. only only because i think that they're better like almost defensive players and okay you aren't expected to be the first person to enter a battle mm-hmm. so you have that little bit of extra time to just kind of sit back and figure out what's going on especially with your own spells which is yeah. what happened to me my very first campaign i ever played as a player because i was a <laughs> wizard and i was like i don't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> yeah. get this. so you kind of get to observe and be like oh this is how i can be used in the party it's it's really tough like because i know because i know that with my, my wizard i just i literally just spent like like with poncho i literally just spent like three hours looking at spells yeah. while i was making like i made the character in like 10 minutes and then just just like <laughs> hours on the spells just just like agonizing yeah because i'm obsessed with that but it, it's kind of it's kind of a shame that you, we don't have the same kind of um like like in the past there were more systems for like uh, in in like past like old much older editions of D anD magic users would have like um uh you you'd have you you'd start with like a very small number of spells or there are lots of there are systems where you like roll randomly for a couple of spells or something like mm-hmm. that um and then you kind of find spells through the game yeah uh, like while you're playing like when you find a spell like because that classic wizard mechanic of um you can find spell scrolls and add them to your book yeah that's that was basically all magic users and you can like um learn spells that way and mm-hmm. so you kind of d- discover them naturally but yeah it's tough I, I i might even say it might be fun to come up with some kind of way of like getting a random selection of spells maybe yeah maybe you start with a bonus uh, you can know one more spell than a normal person of your level if you roll randomly Ooh, i like that just as a little bonus yeah Oh no, we're sneaking back to DM advice, but <laughs> player advice, ask your DM if you can do this. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Nailed so, it. Yeah, I that's like a good point. Random rolling for spells. <laughs> random rolling for spells sounds very good. Yeah. Like, like I, I think that like finding spells that your character would do is very fun when you're already very invested in the game and invested in the character. But if you're if you're the kind of like player that just wants to make a character that is gonna be useful or wants to kind of find a personality as they go in the game, rolling random spells could be kind of useful for that instead of like, okay, here is my no-name wizard. What spells has he got from his right. long backstory? Like <laughs> I feel like something that might be useful if you're a player and you haven't done it done D D before, or if you're still just kind of green to it. And, and adding that same kind of idea to the random rolling, it might be nice to tell your DM, like to kind of 
scroll through all of like your class's spells mm-hmm. and find your flavor spells. So like if you yeah. are a, like I know in Scorch and Shade, my character really likes translations and mm-hmm. folklore. So try to find all of the spells that kind of align with your personality yes. and create a random table for rolling for that. And then have ask your DM if they can help you find offensive and defensive spells and extracurricular things. And then you get to choose like a category when you roll for random spells. Like, okay, roll for a defensive spell. Okay, roll for an offensive spell. Okay, okay. roll for a flavor spell. Yeah. Because then oh, sometimes the problem, especially with wizards, is I know like a lot of people like choosing a lot of flavor, but then they're like, oh, I can't do anything in battle. And yeah. I'm too I'm too squishy to run up against this bad bad boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think so there definitely that should good. be like a core list of things that you it's like, you know, um first pick you know, firebolt, mage armor, fine familiar, <laughs> yeah. and something else. And then like and now you can like pick a couple that sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. feel like that's the way to go. Yeah. Anyway. I think normally normally when I'm when I'm DMing I I tell my players at least have one offensive spell have a try and have a defensive spell and also have a flavor spell so like at least one of each because i think some people want to as we were, we were kind of talking about last week with like the downfalls of D um a lot of people go into the game thinking it's a game to win and to win by fighting um whereas it's more of a storytelling game so there are some people that will just go for like offensive and maybe some defensive spells without taking some of the cool flavor things which are the most fun part about being a spellcaster all the fun shit is when you get to be stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i yeah the in- <laughs> criticism uh the, the hardest part is that they always just kind of expect you to know how to make a spell list and i think that's mm-hmm. kind of mean yeah <laughs> yeah I, I still don't know how to make a spell list i'm sitting there with my player like in uh half damage i'm looking at <laughs> sorry and i'm like oh no sweet child what have i done <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i failed you sweetie oh 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 wait i have player advice D beyond oh good <laughs> It's automatic character sheets. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, They're good for do spell. They are good for a do spell. Yeah, so wait, what, what automatic character sheets do you use normally? I mean, personally, I actually have mostly only used the roll 20 sheet. Um, Okie dokie. But they have the codex, so you can just type in a spell name and then like drag it into your character sheet, which Ooh, is awesome. That's useful. I presume D&D Beyond has something similar? D&D. Question mark? Yeah, <laughs> I don't something know. Similar. We're, we're still waiting to hear back from our sponsorship request. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. So, I don't know D&D Beyond. <laughs> they may or may you? not have this feature. I don't know anything about D&D Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're, try, we're, we're trying, I guess, through bribery and threats. <laughs> I would love to have a written script on how to figure out what D and D Beyond actually is and what it produces within the community. (laughs) But alas, how will we ever know without money? Yeah, I just don't know whether they're like a like a particularly successful like if they were monetarily successful, then I would know that it was yeah, a good product, and right? I'd be able to tell people about it. And we're, by by sponsoring, they would automatically get the trust of our many many listeners. Exactly. Uh, just just D and D Beyond, if you're listening, it's in the it's in the mid to late thousands. 
of <laughs> listeners per second. Weirdly enough, most popular wow. podcast in the world. <laughs> They're horny for information. But it's it's only the one second that they listen to. <laughs> and then the next second is of ten thousand different listeners. Yeah. Very high turnover here. Weirdly yeah. enough, they they take away the exact amount of information that full episode listeners would. So like <laughs> We like to think of our podcast as a puzzle that our listeners put together. It's great. <laughs> We're like Willy Wonka. Like, just our podcast goes into a million tiny pieces and hopefully comes out the other end. It's like one of those puzzles that you get in a charity shop where you don't know why anyone bought it in the first place, but it has a hundred pieces missing. Why are there no corner <laughs> pieces? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no, like automatic character sheets are real good for kind of getting everything down in the first place instead of if you don't want to write them all out. Like, I like writing them all out because I'm a heinous nerd and I like to have them on paper in front of me. Um, but if you want it, like, nice and easy, breezy, beautiful, go go ahead, do it, like, do the thing, whatever. Next advice, I'm, I'm sleeping. Oh, I have a recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has been very helpful for me, both as a DM and as a player. There is, uh, at least for Apple users, I don't know about Android or google but uh there's this app called game master and i think it's okay, still okay. game master five and there's also a similar thing called fight club five and oh, yeah. uh you you download it and orig- at first it's just like an empty slate but there's this guy on the internet who has a dropbox and uh if you download that dropbox you get every single spell and every Ooh. single kind of creature uh Ooh. imaginable in D D. And they separate all the spells by your um, by your class. And it also figures out, like, oh, like, if you play a certain type, like, oh, are you an Arctic Druid? Are you a Desert Druid? Here are all your spells. Are you a Paladin? Are you Devotion? Are you Oathbreaker? And uh, it's just really easy. So if you don't want to, if, if you write everything down, it's just a lot, lot quicker. You can just type in the, the spell and it's automatically there on your phone. Ooh, excellent. I like that. And you can also make your player sheet on there too, so you don't have to lose it every time like I do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get more binders, Emily. Join me in all my binders. <laughs> um, I use no cards. Oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, no cards are real. I should know. I've got like my tiny nightmare writing. I'd be fine with no cards. That makes sense. <laughs> oh. Take note. Cards. Like I got, oh, I can't remember if I let you guys know, but I got made fun of the last week because I I write all of my D and D things at the local kind of uh, comic book place. That's comic book place and like a little nerd cafe, board game cafe, and also now bar. I love it. Yes, yes, um, I'm very jealous of where you live. So Carry on. <laughs> Um, but I, I met a guy there who started talking to me randomly, which was great because I am lonely and desperate for friends. So that was fun. Uh, and, but he, he saw that I was writing things for, for my campaign and he came over and he made fun of how small my writing was on all my little post-its. He was like, why are you writing so much? I was like, well, I'm trying to make like a narrative. It's for a podcast. And he made fun of me for that. And long story short, I have a new friend. <laughs> Long story short, that's how all your friendships start. Right. <laughs> it's either how they start or how they end. So like, <laughs> they're eventually. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, does anyone have any other any other little advices for the for the players? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. My advice that I've been thinking about is 
this is, I guess, less like concrete advice and more just general advice, which is like, be honest with your group about what you need. Okay. Um, Because I have a game that I DM that one player has been canceling. She's still in college and she's been canceling pretty much every week. And finally, she's like, this semester, I have assignments due on that day pretty much all the time. And yeah. so she finally, after like a month of canceling, was like, can we change the day? Mm-hmm. And it would have been cool if like that happened a little earlier, but yeah. she was honest about what she needed and like it was super easy for us to accommodate her. Okay. So like stuff like that, if you need, you know, if there's something the DM is handling about your backstory that you dislike, you know, don't just like let yeah. it happen. Like, yeah, asking to make the experience the best for you it possibly can. That's it's always a good way to go, or at the very least, so that you'd be able to show up. <laughs> right, exactly. Like you, you don't want to, you know, nobody wants to disappoint their group. But like, if you are, if you are having a bad time, then everyone's having a bad time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people can tell. <laughs> Sorry, can you can you all hear the the great the great life Bell. that I live right now? Where, yeah. Hi, Alex from upstairs, who's doing all the work and has never worked on a Tuesday until. This day. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> I love you. Our house is very dusty now because all the dust comes down here. And guess who's allergic to dust? It's your boy! <laughs> I'm God. also allergic to dust. <laughs> yeah. I've never met another person. Emily, are you allergic to the inside and the outside too? Because I'm also allergic to pollen. <laughs> Oh, I'm not allergic to pollen, but the doctors have said, Emily, we think you might be allergic to the sun. Whoa. Because <laughs> I sunburn oh hella easy. We're allergic to the inside and the outside. Yay. <laughs> Yay. We're, we live in a lawless it's world. It's working in theater a dream. Let me tell you. Oh, <laughs> oh, Everything's great. dusty. Uh, we're me, me, me and my girlfriend are trying to marry Kondo, our house. Which is great, apart from it kicks up all the dust, and so I'm half enjoying the fact that our place looks really nice now, and half uh, very, very sad because I can't breathe or exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a journey. God damn it. So, yeah, does anyone else have advice so I can not have my mic on so that no one has to hear this nightmare sound from above? <laughs> I I can I can I can, I can go. Um, Thank you. I guess it's a like a two part thing about the same issue. I I kind of I'm, I'm kind of part of the like Matt Colville school of thought about like combat and meta gaming. Like mostly, I, I think most of the things that people sort of complain a bit about meta gamer gaming are basically non issues. Um, but there's this one guy in my group. <laughs> He's a good friend, but like he continuously like like shuts down when people are like talking about the combat and like oh maybe i should walk over here is like he'll be like he'll like take part a little bit and then be like oh no but i should but this is metagaming whatever and and like we'll like shut down the quest the, the thing but like just it's fine metagaming is fine it's a game <laughs> <laughs> like when you I, I just i just feel like that's it's fine <laughs> like we we all know like the when it when it becomes an issue um yeah and my, my whole feeling is just like as a dm i'll say something when if if it's like you're i'm pretty sure your character doesn't know wouldn't know about that so that doesn't yeah. really make sense but like the vast majority of the time just just talk about the game and yeah. you know it's it's part of like and also like new players are trying to work out how to best utilize their character and stuff like that and yeah, yeah. I, I think it's nice when everyone's cooperating on the meta level to like yeah. play the combat 
encounters you need and a, stuff. You need a little bit of metagaming to make it, like, optimal, I think. Yeah. Because um, yeah. in a recent game, we were, like, puzzle solving, and it's like, oh, well, my character wouldn't know, blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Solve the damn puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's always it's always fun when like one of the very smart people in the group is playing like an intelligence wisdom like <laughs> but fuck nowhere character and there's like well i know the answer it's like it's fine baby if you know the answer your character knows the answer it's fine <laughs> the, the other thing i think a, a fun way about kind of disguising your metagaming that nobody is going to mind is that if your character says something to the effect that acknowledges that there is an outside information about it. So if your character looks at something and like you're obviously trying <laughs> to lay out that there are traps and she's like, hmm, I think we're okay. And like moves <laughs> forward. No one's going to hate you. <laughs> like if, if, you, if you're about to go to a riddle and your character <laughs> is not smart and you kind of already know that you don't know what the riddle's answer is, <laughs> like, lean into it. Like, because I, I think that the one thing that people forget is that everyone really likes knowing that we all know that there are answers in the game <laughs> that are available to us. <laughs> and the worst thing that'll happen is you lay out something that's either very obvious or not obvious, but the players don't know how to play with it because they're so mm. enticed with winning yeah and i'm like no just play in the space the just play in the space <laughs> the more you complain about it in real life the less fun it's really going to be for you <laughs> <laughs> so be a dumb dumb idiot be like rupaul be not no 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 oh i'm trying to quote a recent episode this is not the cod episode we can do he was talking to Naomi Smalls and he's like, <laughs> I want to see you be stupid and make mistakes and all this other shit. And I'm like, yes, RuPaul, that's uh, what yeah. I want from my players. Please edit that and post. I love RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul is a dumb, dumb idiot. The rest of the episode is just Emily being very sad about her RuPaul faux pas. Ru- RuPaul? RuPaul. <laughs> that would make it into the show. Faux Paul? Yeah, Faux Paul. The Faux Paul is There's the episode that they all dress up as, as RuPaul. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am RuPaul. <laughs> I am RuPaul. <laughs> they somehow get really gritty with it. It's just a battle to the death. Like a gory <laughs> battle to the death. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, nerds, and welcome back to the middle of podcast break chat with your host and DM Ismay. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode. If you stick around to the end, you can hear all of the great things that all of our crit chatters do in our plug section. But now I'm going to tell you all the things about crit chat and where you can find us. If you want to find us on our social medias, we've got our facebook.com forward slash crit chat, or on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat, we're on discord, the link to that is in the description of wherever you're listening to us, and you can talk to us on there and make us happy, we can all be a big, big happy nerd family. I always forget to mention this, but if you ever have any questions about D&D or, you know, anything else, whatever, uh, you can ask us on any of these social medias and we will answer it on the show. You know what? If it if it's like a big topic, you can suggest topics. If you suggest a topic that you want us to cover, we can freaking cover that. If it's not a topic, we, whatever. Well, we can have like a little segment in the show where we're like answering user questions. Whatever. That'd be, that'd be super cool. Ask us questions if you want us to answer them. 
Also, if you find us over on our Twitter and give us a little tweet over there, then you might get a shout-out on the show. That's what happened to these people. A big thank you to Ad Eamon for suggesting that people listen to our Big Dumb Podcast. It gives gave my heart, gave my heart a little happy. Also, thank you to at the Owen Piper for also suggesting people listen to our podcast. Y'all, y'all are too sweet. It makes us really, really happy if you suggest our podcast, if you think that people are going to like it and want to listen to it. If you think there's anyone like that in the world, then give a, give, give them a little recommendation of Crit Chat. It is one of the best things you can do. We don't pay to advertise the show. So the, you telling people about us is the only way we can actually get people to listen. If you've already talked people to death about us over here at the Crit Chats and you want to help support us in a different way, maybe you could do it, you can do it in a money way, in a money way where you give money to us and then we, we help other people in the show get better equipment and do shit like that and keep the show up and running because it's expensive to keep podcasts everywhere. So if you do that, you can do that over on patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. And that just, you can donate at uh, anything from like a dollar level to a $20 level uh, per month. That's not like per day or per minute. Ooh, maybe it's per minute. No, it's not per minute. Uh, <laughs> but if you do that, then you get a whole bunch of cool rewards. Uh, one of them being uh, one that Alfred will tell you about a little more at the end. It's the, this is the D&D campaign that we do. You can come and play D&D with us that's run by Alfred and it's super cool and super fun. It's called Space Scoundrels. God damn it, come and play with us. You can do that even if you donate as little as a dollar a month and it is worth it. So a massive shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you so much. You guys are absolute little lifesavers and angels and I love you very much. Uh, we're going to give a little special shout out to the following. The people at our pregnant centaur level. That's $8 per month. Uh, they get a little shout out and I always like to re-shout out every so often because they're sweet and special and I love them very much. These are people like Kieran, like Sarah, like Emily, like Thomas. Thank you all. You are all amazing and I love you and you are beautiful today inside and out that's right your insides are good like your stomach your stomach's very good did you see your kidneys lately Ooh, those are some good looking good looking kidneys want to give my hand give my hands on them <laughs> don't donate at the eight dollar level it means i have to give you creepy compliments and it's not i don't think i've ever given a good one whatever <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but yeah, you can also find us over on Half Damage if you want. Uh, Half Damage is an actual play Curse of Strahd podcast that uh, I run, I DM it, and it's got the beautiful players such as Alfred, Emily, Allie, and Ian, uh, and they play some some half-sized adventurers. Uh, it's really cool. It's uh, Even if you've uh, played Curse of Strahd before, even if you've never played Curse of Strahd before, or I'm going to go ahead and say it, even if you're playing Curse of Strahd and you don't really want to be spoiled for things... It's, uh, some of the characters are the same, kind of, but all of their stories are very different. I've kind of warped it to my own my own twisted desires. And you know what my twisted desires are? My twisted desires are making Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri a part of the story. <laughs> so, if you, if you want to see something that is kind of, but not quite, Curse of Strahd, I heavily recommend you go over and find Half Damage any place that you find your podcast from. And that's it for me now. Uh, you can see us live on Tuesdays on twitch.tv forward slash ATeacupGamer at 5pm GMT. If you do that, then you can listen to us live. We, you get little shout outs if you're in chat. Um, but otherwise, you can just go and find us every Saturday when this comes out. And I'll see you there. Bye, go bye guys. I'll see you. Bye. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> One of, one of the things that uh, I'm pretty sure we talked about last time, but it's one of those it bears repeating things. 
when I started D&D, I started because I was a self-conscious nerd, but I was around a bunch of other self-conscious nerds. So whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're playing D&D, you're around a bunch of nerds. So don't be afraid to be an idiot around them. <laughs> they must understand. <laughs> do voices. Be an idiot and do voices. That's my thing. <laughs> like, you don't have to, and it's fine if you don't feel super comfortable doing it. But yeah, if you want to do it, and uh, like maybe other people will join in. The DM will probably be doing it, so... Yeah, you got at least one friend there. I also yeah. feel like uh, as a DM, I feel like if some of my players started playing without without doing a character voice, but eventually just one day came into a session and was like, hey, I'm going to start doing a character voice for this character now. So this is just how they've sounded since forever. I would be so over the moon about it. I would love that shit. <laughs> like, I don't care if you've not done it before. Do it whenever. It's fine, baby. This is This is just something that... If you're if you are a player and everyone is being very quiet, you're allowed to do shit. Like please mm. do things because a dungeon master is there to give you the skeleton of yeah. a story, but you're like the muscles and the tendons that move everything. So remember that. Like there's there's a difference between like breaking bones to restructure everything and trying to move the story forward uh if you're if your dm is like giving you space to move like don't like i I know it's kind of daunting because it's uh you taking the spotlight for a second but like love those moments if your character is naturally curious allow your character to be very curious about things if you yourself as a player don't understand what's going on Find an opportunity for your character to ask something in, in in game that's a question. And don't be afraid to talk to your other players in character. Because that's that's really fun. And uh, I've, I've noticed that sometimes the, the new players that I play with don't know how to interact if there's not an NPC in the room. But, you know, when you're, when you're confused, you ask questions. You become a first grader. It's fine. <laughs> We're all we're all du- we're all fun fun dum dums. <laughs> <laughs> we're all first graders in this wacky thing called life. <laughs> we all don't know what words mean. <laughs> there are vocabulary tests in the form of riddles. It's okay. Not being afraid to take over for a little bit is completely fine. Like like it just if you, if especially if you feel that everyone else is kind of taking a step back um just just let them know that it's fine like if you want if you were the first one to be like okay i want to kind of step outside and do this like when when the dm is like here is the the cave that you want to go into what are you doing you can be the first to be like i'm gonna check around the outside of the cave or i want to see what's on the ground or i want to see what the rocks look like instead of just I guess we go to the door. Like, just do do little fun things if you feel like you want to. Um, and then hopefully it will encourage other people to start doing that at some point, too. I also had um one of my uh, players that's in a current game that I'm doing, uh, which is also a thing that I would encourage people to do, uh, that just came up to me and was like, hey, there, there are some, like, boring things that I want to do uh, in between sessions. Like, I don't want to make people sit through and listen to me do this um 
like you can totally ask that of a DM and see if they've got time to do like a little mini one-on-one thing. Like you don't even have to meet them in person to do it. Like I like I I met my friend in person to do it, but that was because we were meeting anyway. Uh, but I've also done it with I've just sent my one of the characters little voice messages, which has been nice. Uh, just for like yeah, little things like if if you and your characters are having a bit of a downtime in like a town or something, and your character maybe wants to just sit down and commune with their god or go shopping, but you don't want to make everyone listen to you haggle for a fucking set of leather <laughs> studded leather armor, like that's fine. You can do like little mini ones if your DM's up for it. If they're not, oops, just do it in game. But it's fine. <laughs> I guess this is a very specific advice that I'm asking for. Ooh, yeah. As a so as a player, how do you play an evil character? I in an evil Ooh. campaign, not like in a regular oh, yeah. campaign, because the assumption, like whenever I play D anD D, the assumption is that like your character wants to help people, and that's why they're an adventurer. So like, how do you get over that? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about this with uh, one of my friends the other day. Uh, it, it came up in a conversation about talking about like the murder hobo campaign where they're just going around mm-hmm. and slaughtering people on the street. Uh, we were talking about like the difference between an evil campaign and that campaign because they're very much night and day. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's not, yeah, the, the idea of being an evil character isn't just, I'm going to go and do a murder today uh, and <laughs> murder the next person I see. Uh, because I, I feel like being evil an evil character is more based on trying to get power and evil characters are smart enough to know that you don't get power by getting thrown in jail in the next town so like <laughs> fair enough like you don't have to murder every single person you see to uh, be a part of an evil campaign you just have to make a list of everyone that's wronged you and know that in the future <laughs> you're going to come back yeah. and make their life a living hell <laughs> Yeah, and I think it is just at its core, it's like make sure you have a concrete goal for your character because you're not probably not doing evil things for no reason. Uh, There there are characters who are just like, I just like hurting people. So, and you know, so (laughs) that, I mean, that's a thing. I I think sometimes evil can be a good uh, structure for growth. I I had one player who I really loved who started off evil and he joined the group because he wanted to learn how to be good. And so it was like a gentle progression of learning like, oh, I don't have to kill every last goblin if they run away. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very interesting sentiment. Okay. (laughs) And eventually, like, he would try to save people. Like, that was how the end of the arc went is he was like, oh, oh, if I save people, they will like me and join me in my endeavors. I like this idea. So that's why he stopped just thoughtlessly killing everybody. (laughs) Um, so I think if you're going to play an evil character, you kind of want to leave room for you to have a kind of an arc and it doesn't have to be evil guy turns good. It could be like evil guy learns the power of friendship for future endeavors or is taking notes on how the good guys fight. Um, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. So it's the, the more you can leave for yourself to have like to be the cool character that everybody loves i think the better time you're gonna have i like i i I kind of am very into the idea of you being an undercover evil boy that's (laughs) very good for me yeah that's that's like one of the one of the um core like if you're using volos and you roll like a monster character there's like a list of reasons why you might be playing a monster character i think that's one of them and it always made me laugh (laughs) 
hello there. I hear you are from the depths of hell. Why, yes. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, I, am, <laughs> I am a celestial. I'm oh, Guy okay. Everyman. <laughs> I'm Guy <laughs> I, too, have loved herding sheep. <laughs> Not hurting sheep, <laughs> no. hurting them. <laughs> I like. I want to play an evil campaign so much, either as a player or as a DM. Actually, maybe more as a DM because I think that would be fun. I just think that it would be a good time, and I've never done it before. Yeah, well, I think you can like go out of the box in an evil campaign like a lot more. You don't have to worry about like oh, the fate of the world hangs in the balance. <laughs> right, like no, I'm the one making the fate of the right. world hang in the balance. Like and players won't have that one moment when you're. It's like, oh, the, the innkeeper's wife is like, oh, my husband got stolen. Please go help. And then they turn to you and they're like, why are we going to do that? And you're like, oh, shit, that is right. Why would you do that? In an evil campaign, it's just like, hey, do you want fucking gold and power? Do this. <laughs> I think evil campaigns would be the most fun to play because all of your characters have a motivation. And usually the thing that becomes the horrible thing is something that doesn't have any motivation. And they're like, wait, I don't like this part of evil. <laughs> I like my own brand of evil. This sucks. <laughs> Let's overthrow them. Hey, good guys, get out of our way. We don't want you setting the order. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. It's the exact same story as the heroes want. Ex- except it's just because they want to roll it. <laughs> oh my god. I like it. Thank you. It's guys. also the um, <laughs> TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I also like the general like um I think uh with for instance uh, as an example, Star Wars um role playing games, um you tend to have like like the evil is kind of the Empire and that's like you're you're basically playing characters who are following an ideology rather than um, you know, specific personal goals. Um mm-hmm. and that can be an easy way to structure like a the evil campaign, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense as well. It's like, yeah, working, like doing doing good for the people that you work for, even if the people you work for are evil friends. Yeah. Space fascists, <laughs> yeah. yeah space, fa- space fascism, you know. You know. <laughs> God, Star Wars, you're bug wild. What happened? The same thing that's been happening since the first movie came out. I mean, out. yeah. <laughs> Carbon copy the exact same thing. We, 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 we added can't... RuPaul in Star Wars today, and I feel like we're becoming more and more unlikable with every act that we do. <laughs> Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best Sith win. Win. Oh, <laughs> if one of the RuPaul episodes is Star Wars themed, I am in. Like, they do like, oh, this is alien themed. Fuck you. I don't want alien themed. I want Star what? Wars themed. <laughs> I love Alien. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, honey. <laughs> this is still somehow less puns than the other one of this we did. Is that a challenge? Oh. You know it's not. Because <laughs> I can force a couple not. extra in there. <laughs> you know it's not. You know you saber the moment. Oh, that was great? that a pun? What yeah, was that? saber. Savor. Okay, I didn't hear it right. (laughs) I just, I just thought you said savor the moment and then pause like it was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Very on brand for me. (laughs) Did she pause? Was there a pun in there? And then I'm just like, "Mm, now you get to wonder. (laughs) Then I I have to put it in the episode because it's like the emperor's new clothes. I'm like, well, I didn't know what the pun is, but everyone was going to think I'm an idiot if I don't know. But like, what? (laughs) 
Does anyone else have any any more player advice? Don't dunk on your friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, good one. I usually find this happens when you have a more experienced person playing with people who haven't played before. And that uh, tends to happen quite a bit (laughs) where it's like, yeah, are you sure you want to do that? Because this is probably what's going on. Oh, well, now that I think about that, um, yeah, I'll just. But what was I supposed to do? Yeah, this is the thing I think that we should do. Ah, okay. Uh, Yeah. Or like, yeah, just that kind of stuff. It always makes me sad. The very first campaign I I played was very like, there was one guy that someone else had a problem with personally. So like their character literally killed his character. Oh, oofy And he had to like make a new character. I was like, I was like, is this what D&D is? Oh, that's awful. Yeah, there. Everyone has one of those, but that was my first, my first experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, foxes, uh, foxes like boxes, which is a very good name in chat. Uh, given some advice of it, show that show new players that they should role pl- role play and let the DM worry about rolling dice instead of I'm going to roll a perception check, uh, in character and just like just see what they're doing in character and let the DM tell them when to roll. So like, yeah, that, I like I like that a lot. Like when you're when you're a player, don't super worry about when you need to roll dice. Like worry about when you need to roll dice in combat. That's all. That's all I as a DM need you to do. Um, I'll tell you when to roll for anything else. It's yeah. fine. Thank- Have you yeah. rolled twenty in your hand? But otherwise, don't yeah. worry about it. If you're new to if you're new to being a player. Get all of your dice, put all of them to one <laughs> side, and just hold your d20 in your hand the entire time. Because <laughs> otherwise you're going to ask which one the d20 is like 500 oh, times, God, yeah. and it's fine the first, like, three. And then people start getting, it's this one, friend. <laughs> Be friend. Guess which the, one? The one? It's the, the one 20. with 20 sides. <laughs> oh. And it gets very toothy when they talk about it. <laughs> No, you should put all your dice aside and make sure that the highest number is facing up so they know where to roll. They got that muscle memory. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do that all the time. So I'm like, yeah, it's it's, it's good energy. Yeah, you're, you put the 20 up and then you'll get 20. Just encouraging 20s. positive behavior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show it the change that you want to see in the world and then they will yeah. do it. It's fine. I get. I'm very superstitious about die or dices. Who is? I don't know what to pluralize. I just, some of my friends. A lot of the people I play with think that I'm mental because I put them in dice jail if they're bad. To what? Them. They always go into dice jail if they roll more they more than one one. Jail. Like I, I've had to start rephrasing it from one of my friends because she's like, "No, you have to give it a chance. You have to give it a chance <laughs> to be good." I was like, "Okay, what if I'm just putting it aside so that it can rest? You know, it's sleepy. It needs a rest, and then it will roll its twenties." When in reality, I'm punishing it for being a messy, sloppy beef boy, and I hate it. <laughs> also, only recently come to terms with the fact that the problem is not all the dies; is is it's me. I'm a I'm a I'm a cursed roller. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a cursed so, yeah, ass bad dice mom. Didn't know until you started rolling virtual dice, and even they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. The virtual dice also hate me. Anyway, we are we are we're coming to the close of the episode. Does anyone have any like burning little last bits of advice that they want to get out before we close? Have fun. Yes. Damn it. Most important D and D. Be a nerd. Have fun. Do D and D. Yeah. This should have been at the very beginning, in the very start of how to do things. When when you're making a character, 
don't be afraid to ask your DM for what you want from a character. Um, my my two my two bits of thing for it are essentially me doing this to DMs and them like being pretty enthusiastic about their responses. I the first one, me asking if I could be a cleric that doesn't necessarily want to be a cleric, which kind of <laughs> goes against what being a cleric is all about. Yeah. But it was fun and it was a good concept and so it was excellent. Yes. And the second when I was like I like this meme lady and I liked the, the one thing that she said one time <laughs> can I be that? And Alfred Clark was like yes that makes sense. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> yes you can absolutely be an, be, be an ex-billionaire. That won't be a problem at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah like, exactly in that kind of situation like ask what you want and then they'll give you parameters to it. Like, uh, like I asked if I could be a billion- billionaire named Julia Morris, and Alfred said, well, you can't be a billionaire, because that, that ruins everything. I said, cool, that's fine. An ex-billionaire is okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Any, any other last ones? Or are, we, are we good to wrap up? My grandmom says hi. <laughs> Hi. 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 This episode dedicated to Emily's grandma. What? What's like? Is, is do you call her grandmom? That's yes. Very cute. She she or grandmother dearest. Ooh, and fancy boy. <laughs> grandmom just requests that we don't call her granny because it makes her sound old. So she's. <laughs> she, so I call. I have known. I've called her you bitch because. <laughs> uh, because ever since I was little, I thought a term of endearment was little shit. <laughs> she would be like, how are you doing, you little shit? And I'm like, I'm doing great, Grandma. That's so um, fucking it's good. It's either Grandmama, Grandmother Dearest, or Grandmom. Or Carol, if I'm being cheeky. <laughs> oh, Carol is a good boy. like sass name to... Uh, it's a good name of someone that you are sassing, if you see what I mean. That, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Carol. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. You little shit. <laughs> you little shit. Carol, I carry all shit. I love her so much. She is the best. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Tell your grandma oh, she's my best God. friend. I will. She'll be so happy to make new friends. <laughs> Yay! Your grandma has three best new friends this day. <laughs> Hells day. yeah! I'll tell her that on the way to dropping her off at volunteering at the soup kitchen today. Aww. Oh. Oh, I love Carol. Carol's it's great. It's so snowy <laughs> here. Episodes. She's like, Emily, Emily, would you mind driving me to the soup kitchen today? And I'm like, Grandma, we oh. need to get you into heaven. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep doing good things. Yeah, you need to keep doing this, Carol. To balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make it into the good place, Carol. You need to meet Ted Danson. Because, <laughs> come on, come on, Carol. We all know that you've done some shit. <laughs> I'll tell we you know more you. about Carol off the podcast. I love my grandma <laughs> so much. Oh my god, please uh, do. Oh, we have to wrap up immediately so that we get the dirt dish on Carol. <laughs> she is a lovely human being. Everyone loves her who meets her. She is just, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I love her. Uh, okay, uh, Alfred, what do you got to plug for um, us? Yeah, so uh, very occasionally, extremely occasionally, very irregularly, <laughs> I stream on twitch.tv slash pennyblue. Uh, it's been a while, but I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back to do game, game developing things on it. Also, um, I DM the Crit Chat Patreon uh, open table 
sci-fi D&D game. Um, if you want to play D&D with the people who show up on Quit Chat and other um, patrons, then uh, yeah, head over to the Patreon. Um, we're playing again on Sunday, uh, this Sunday coming. So yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Emily, do you have any more further further info on your upcoming podcast? Um, I'm still editing the script. But we're I'm uh, playing with names, and right now the first, the only one I can think of that I haven't gotten annoyed with yet is the chic critique. But I don't know how I feel about it yet because I'm not a very chic person, <laughs> unless I'm like being like chic from Legend of Zelda, like spelled like that. <laughs> Sheik's critique, and uh, just have me go. Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> 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 like, and that's the whole show. And that was the episode. How do we feel about Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I got. That's all I got right now. Uh, Kalena, what you got for us? Um, I am a host on a podcast called TV Dinner, where we just talk about TV shows. And I am a player, more importantly... I'm a player on D20 Downtime, which is a D&D podcast with only two players. Each of us are playing Gestalt characters, which means we have two classes, but it's not multi-class. Oh, that's super cool. Uh, you can find me on uh, twitch.tv forward slash ATCupGamer. I stream most days, a uh, couple less now because I do like a job that pays me money and like... That sucks, and I hate that. But whatever. <laughs> a lot of other days I stream, and you should check that out. It's fun. It's good. I like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, over on Quit Chat, you can find us on Twitter at quit underscore chat and talk to us there. Uh, you can also like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash crit chat. That one is all one word. Hop over to our Patreon that Alfred mentioned at patreon.com forward slash crit chat. Uh, wherever you're listening, you can listen, go to the description and find our Discord channel. Uh, you can find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat in Podcasts and leave us a five-star review for this five-star show. Or find us on all the best podcast apps. And yeah, find us live on Tuesdays on twitch.tv forward slash ATCupGamer at 5pm GMT. Or find us on Saturdays on all the podcast apps. Until then, I have been Isme. I've been Alfred. I've been Emily. And I've been Kalena. And you've been listening to Crit Chat. See you later, nerds! <laughs> <laughs>